Hello, Fight fans, and welcome to Corner Advice. I'm your host, Tom Zafino. This week, I'm breaking down UFC Fight Night, Davalashvili versus Jan. We have 13 fights on the card. One five-round fight, which is the main event, Davalashvili versus Jan. And yes, I will be stacking that fight in cash. I do think there's a lot of upside there. Getting this out a little bit late, I had my well tank bust in my basement, so I got flooded out yesterday. Been doing a lot of cleanup. Didn't get a whole lot of sleep, but I wanted to get the pot out. Just give you guys my winners. You know, typical, typical podcast. My winners, what I like about them, what I don't like about fights. And we're just going to go from there. So 13 fights on the card. I want to just hurry through this and just get this out. So you have my picks and I feel like I'm just rambling. So we're going to jump right into it. First fight on the card is a welterweight matchup between Carlson Harris and Jared Gooden. Gooden is taking this fight on very short notice. Harris, the better fighter anyway. He's a better striker, better grappler. Would win this fight normally, but with Gooden coming in, short notice, missing weight by six pounds, tells me probably hasn't been training all that hard. He's not probably in the best shape. Carlson Harris, good play here. Probably going to go inside the distance on him, but I do think just a win and... We move on. Our next fight is a flyweight bout between Bruno Silva and Tyson Nam. This is a tough one for me. I do like Silva. I like his grappling. He is a dangerous striker. Tyson Nam, also a dangerous striker. What I do like about Nam is he has good takedown defense. Bruno Silva tends to slow down a little bit as the fights go along. So basically, I feel like they're pretty evenly matched. In the striking department, they can both be dangerous. Nam is a knockout guy. Uh, typically, he wins by knockout when he wins in the UFC. Bruno Silva also finishes a lot of fights. But to me, Nam is the bigger guy. He has good takedown defense. So if Silva is not able to get the takedowns going early, and even if he is, I feel like if this fight gets in the second or third round, Silva might slow down a little bit. Nam, not the highest volume guy, but as the fight goes long, I feel like his cardio will be better. He'll probably land the better shots. It's a close fight. If Nam can stuff some takedowns late, it's going to look good for the judges. And I just think Nam gets the job done. He's one of my few underdogs. Actually, I think I only have two underdogs on the card. So he's one of my two underdogs on the card. And... I think in a close matchup, the size, I think a little bit better cardio edge. He's a good striker. I think Nam gets the job done. Our next fight is in the bantamweight division. We have Victor Henry taking on Tony Gravely. Gravely, early in fights, is very dangerous. His wrestling, very good. His power, very good. lot to like about Gravely early in fights. But Victor Henry has never been knocked out. He's a very durable guy. He keeps a very high pace. His takedown defense isn't that bad. Actually, actually, it's pretty good. I shouldn't say it isn't that bad. It's actually pretty good. Uh, so he's not easy to take down. He keeps a high pace. He's durable. And in this matchup against Gravely, I think it's going to come down to cardio. The big threat early will be Gravely. But as the fight goes along, I think Henry is the play here. His cardio is going to be better. His pace is going to be better. And just 
size-wise, Henry is the bigger guy as well. So uh, there's a lot to like about Henry in this matchup. You gotta, We have to avoid the early threat of the power and the strong wrestling of Gravely, but I think we'll be okay with the pace of Henry, the durability. He's a veteran fighter, and I think he's... I think you can get the job done here. Our next fight is Ariane Lipsky taking on J.J. Aldrich in a bantamweight, women's bantamweight fight. Uh, to me, Aldrich is just the better fighter. She's the more focused fighter. She's well-rounded, good striking, good grappling. Lipsky has her moments. She has solid striking. She's so-so on the ground. She can be good. She does have submissions. But overall, I think J.J. Aldrich is the better fighter, the stronger fighter, the more focused fighter. And I think Aldrich gets the job done here. She's a huge, she's a, well, I wouldn't say a huge favorite, but she's a pretty good size favorite in this matchup. I do think that's rightly so. Tough to play her because, you know, minus, I think she was minus four something last time I saw it. So, you know, kind of a parlay type piece maybe, but I don't know if I can say inside the distance these, you know, Aldrich does tend to go to a lot of decisions, so you can't really find too much value there. But I think Aldrich wins this fight. I think she's the better fighter, more well-rounded, and that's what it is. Our next fight is in the bantamweight division. Another huge favorite here, Mario Bautista taking on Guido Canetti. Bautista, I saw him all the way up at plus or minus 1,200, which is pretty crazy. But I do think he rolls in this fight. Again, I am going to look to to the inside the distance props here. Potential sub prop. Guido Canetti has been finished in a lot of his losses. Most of his losses he has finished. He's been knocked out. He's been submitted. I think Bautista probably gets it done by submission. But I think inside the distance just in general. You know, unfortunately that's like minus 390. But I don't mind putting that in a parlay because I think Bautista's a far superior fighter. I do think he wins this fight by finish. And maybe we'll sprinkle somewhere along the way with the, the sub prop or something. But I do think Mario Bautista wins inside the distance. I don't think it's overly competitive. Kennedy, he starts fast. He is, you know, he's a tough veteran dude. But... I just think Bautista's just head and shoulders better. So unless Bautista just comes out and lays an egg, which I don't see happening, I think he rolls in this fight. He wins inside the distance, and that's that. Our next fight is in the middleweight division. We have Josh Fram taking on Cedric Dumas. Dumas making his debut, which is always a little bit, you know, always always a bit nerve-wracking. Nerve but I like the kid. I think he's I, – I like his aggression – I think he's well-rounded. He's just overall good fighter. Framd is a good fighter as well. I like him, but he gets himself in bad spots in every single fight. And for that reason, I just can't pick this kid. He is a good fighter. He's scrappy. He He's well-rounded. His grappling is good. But he gets himself in bad spots. He got himself in his bad spot in the last fight, a fight that he was the better fighter in. And he ends up getting submitted. Uh, he actually got choked unconscious in that fight. So Dumas coming in. I know it's a debut. But 
overall, I think the skill set is there. And I think he, he has the ability to, to pounce on something if Fremd makes a mistake, which he, so far, he does make those mistakes at some point in the fight. So I like Dumas here. Not over the moon about this this fight. But I think Dumas gets the job done. Our next fight is in the bantamweight division. We have Davy Grant taking on Rafael Asuncao. Asuncao was on an absolutely terrible run until his last fight where he was able to manage a win. I think stylistically, Davy Grant is a problem. Davy Grant, pretty good pace, pretty good volume. He's just going to keep going forward. He's a good grappler. So Asuncao in his last fight was able to kind of control the fight on the ground a little bit. I don't think he can do that against Bob, or against Davy Grant. I think if it goes to the ground, Davy Grant's scrambles are good. Davy Grant's jujitsu is solid. He can. I'm not saying he can submit a Sun Tzu, but he does throw up good submissions. He will find a way back to his feet. The volume will be on the the side of Grant. The power, probably on the side of Grant. I just think overall, Grant is the is the better fighter. He should win this fight. And I could see him finding a finish. He does have solid power. But I just think overall Grant is the better fighter. So that's the play here. Our next fight is in the heavyweight division. We have Carl Williams taking on Lucas Brzezinski. Pretty much like Williams here because I saw him absolutely dominate a Penn State All-American wrestler in the wrestling department on the Ultimate, or not the Ultimate Fighter, um, on the Contender Series. And I think he could do the same thing to Braseski here. So Williams making his debut does, you know, again, scares me a little bit. But if he can wrestle a guy who was an All-American at Penn State and literally dominate that guy, he can do the same thing to Braseski here. And that's the way I see this fight going. He's going to land the takedowns. He's going to dominate control time. And he wins the fight. It's it's basically that simple. Uh, big, strong guy. Strong wrestling. You got to go with that guy. Our next fight is in the light heavyweight division. We have Victor Petrino taking on Anton Takalji. Takalji is basically... This guy is well-rounded. I like... He, he's more of a striker. That's kind of like... His background is striking. That's what he's more no, well-known for. But what he does do well is grab a hold of a body lock and, and just force grappling. And it's not something we've seen a lot from him, but we did see that in his last fight. And that's his clear path to victory here. Petrino, very dangerous, big-time power, strong. That's where he's going to have the advantage. He will be stronger. He will have the better power. But that's in the first round. As long as Takaji stays safe, doesn't get himself cracked with a big shot, forces the grappling, he can push the pace. Petrino making his UFC debut. Cardio for him is not extremely high. So I think the wrestling, the grappling, just, just overall kind of grinding style is going to wear on the gas tank. We get to the second and third round. Takaji... It's going to be the, the, the more conditioned fighter. His wrestling will continue to get better and better and better. His positioning will get better. 
He wins this fight basically on cardio. Don't get caught with anything big early. Push the pace, and that's how he wins this fight. So I got Takaji just by pace. Our next fight is in the bantamweight division. Jonathan Martinez taking on Sadner Magomedov. Martinez is my other underdog, my second underdog, and my second, you know, final underdog on this card. His striking is very good. Nurmagomedov's striking is also very good, but it's kind of a dynamic style, kind of a weird rangy style. A lot of people can't deal with it. I think Martinez can deal with it, and I don't think Nurmagomedov can really deal with pressure. So with Martinez being able to go strike for strike with Nurmagomedov, I think as the fight goes long, Martinez just keeps coming forward. Martinez keeps landing. He's the, the more technical fighter. He's going to be landing the cleaner shots. He lands heavy body kicks, heavy leg kicks. Just overall, very, very good fighter. And it, his grappling is also pretty good. So, Nurmagomedov, while he's not known for grappling, he does have very good submissions. Martinez can keep, keep himself safe. He can control the fight on the ground as well. And overall, I just think... Martinez is the better fighter. Nurmagomedov has kind of skated by a little bit. He's kind of caught a couple of good matchups where he could find submissions or, you know, he, he can just outstrike a guy enough to, you know, he's a good fighter. I, I can't take that away from me. He is good. But he is kind of almost like a little bit of fool's gold at this point. He's kind of, his last fight, he was getting dominated. He was getting outgrappled. He was able to find a submission. In this fight, Martinez is not going to just continuously grapple, grapple, grapple to get himself in position uh, to get caught with something crazy. Uh, he's going to keep keep the fight standing. I think that pace on the feet is what's going to be is what's going to get to Nurmagomedov. And if Nurmagomedov decides he wants to wrestle, it's not going to be enough because Martinez has good takedown defense. Martinez has good grappling, good good jiu-jitsu. And I think overall, Martinez just finds a way uh, to kind of negate the ground game, push the pace on the feet, and he finds a way to get it done there. Could he find a finish in this fight? Uh, yes, but I think he just wins. Probably wins a decision, and I think it's just by pushing the pace late. Uh, I don't think Nurmagomedov likes the pressure. And that's going to be the difference in the fight. Our next fight is in the light heavyweight division. This was supposed to be the main event two weeks ago. We have Nikita Krylov taking on Ryan Spann. That fight, Spann, or I'm sorry, Krylov, got some kind of food poisoning or whatever it was. Wasn't able to make the walk. So that fight was canceled mid-card, which sucked, uh, which cost us some money on that night. But uh, I'm going to stick with Krylov here. I just think overall he is the better fighter. His his wins are against better quality fighters. And I think his striking is good. His, his durability is good. His grappling is good. Span is dangerous. He does have good submissions. He does have solid power. But I just think overall Krylov is the better fighter. And I think Krylov gets the job done. On this one. Now this was scheduled for a five round fight originally. Now it's a three round fight. 
I don't really think that plays into it too much. Even, you know, if it goes to decision, it does. But uh, I do think there's potential that these guys find a finish early in this one. Well, not early, but I think the fight could end with just both guys being pretty dangerous. But I have to go with Krylov. I think not only can he win the fight, he can finish Span. And I think he gets the job done. And that's that. Our next fight is in the heavyweight division. We have Alexander Romanov taking on Alexander Volkov. And pretty much this this just comes out. Like, Romanov is a very, very good wrestler. He's he's powerful. It's very it's very tough to stop his wrestling early. Volkov is not a great defensive wrestler. He doesn't stop takedowns. He often gets dominated by wrestlers. He is able to survive oftentimes and, you know, kind of extend a fight against the grappler. But in this situation, Romanov is going to be a lot to handle early. Volkov, he's not going to be able to stop the takedowns. He's going to get dominated early in this fight. I think Romanov can finish this fight in the first round. I do like the first round prop on Romanov. If the fight does go long... Romanov does get a little bit tired, so it can get kind of ugly. But this is one of those situations where it could be a 10-8 round for uh, Romanov early. And even in the second and third round, when Romanov does get a little bit more tired, I don't think Volkov has enough to stop the takedowns. We saw Romanov lost his last fight against Sergei, or, uh, Mar- Marcin Tybura. And Tybura is a big, strong guy who can wrestle. And Romanov dominated him early. As the fight went longer, he wasn't able to dominate him the same way. But Tibera has much better grappling than what Volkov has. So while he was able to stuff some takedowns late, I'm not convinced Volkov can. I think Romanov gets the takedowns early. I think he finishes him probably in the first round. But even if it goes long, Romanov, not only taking his first loss, is probably going to be better in this fight, but he has the ability to take down Volkov, even if he's tired. And if even if he wins the first two rounds, you're looking at him from a DraftKings perspective. He's not very expensive. He has the ability to score massive points. And if he's winning the fight, he is grappling. So even if the fight does go all three rounds, let's say he lands three to five takedowns, Control time, ground and pound. There's a lot of upside here with Romanov, and I really like him in this spot. That brings us to our main event of the evening. We have Marav Dabalashvili taking on Pierre Tiran. Jan has been struggling lately. Now, you could argue he won his fight against Aljo, which was a split. When was it split? Either way, he the fight against Aljo was very, very close. It came down to a very uneventful first round. The judges gave it to Aljo. Then in his next fight against Sean O'Malley, everybody thought he was going to roll through O'Malley. O'Malley showed, hey, he's pretty, he's, his striking's pretty damn good. And he caught Jan a little bit. He hurt Jan. Jan, we, I thought when the fight was over, when the third round was happening, I thought Jan took this fight. He finished it. His grappling was better. He controlled the fight through the third round. 
thought it was 1-1 going into the third. And judges didn't see it that way. So Jan lost that fight. So Jan has lost two very, very close fights. And then you go back to his previous loss against Aljo in a title fight where he was absolutely dominating that fight through the illegal knee. So he's had some losses recently. But you could argue he could have won all of those fights. And now he's taking on Marab. Marab is a very high-paced guy. He's got very good wrestling. He just it seems like an endless motor. But he is hittable on the feet. He can be hurt. He has been hurt in the past. And he's been able to just kind of push, push, push through and overcome. And his, his opponents get tired. And then he is able to win those fights. I don't think that style is going to work against Jan. I think it's going to make it for a fun fight because Davalos really is not going anywhere. So if Jan doesn't put him out, this fight's going to go long. It's going to be pretty back and forth. But overall, I think Jan, first of all, he has a statement to make. Davalos really is teammates with Aljo, uh, who is the current champion right now. There's a lot of bad blood. Jan needs a win. Jan has to win, get himself back on track. And uh, to me, Dvalashvili is more, if he's not dominating on in the wrestling, he's going to struggle in fights. We saw it against Aldo. He won the fight against Aldo, Jose Aldo. I know I'm saying Aljo and Aldo. Jose Aldo. He won the fight against Jose Aldo, but he wasn't able to really take him down. He was kind of just able to hold him up against the cage. That was pretty much what got him the win. Pretty pretty ugly win, to be honest. Uh, but he got the win regardless because he does push a high pace. He did hold Aldo up against the cage. He did do his thing. You know, it was, it was good. But Jan has very good takedown defense. Jan is a, a good striker. He's been in these five-round fights. He's been in championship fights. Overall, the experience is there. To me, it feels like... Marab maybe a little bit on tilt. Uh, he, he's it's almost like he's he's talking more and now. And Marab's always been a fun guy. He's he always kind of you know been a confident guy, but to me this feels like he's trying a little bit too hard. He's it almost seems like he's trying to fight the fight for Aljo and and, and their jam. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but overall I think Jan is the better fighter. Just more well-rounded. He's a better striker. His grappling is, is going to hold up. And not only can he stop Marab from dominating in the wrestling department, I think as the fight goes long, I think Jan may even dominate the wrestling himself. Uh, so I think the pace, the, Jan, the pace of Jan is going to be what gets the job done late. I think it is going to be an interesting fight. I do think it's worth stacking in cash because obviously... Marab's going to be looking for takedowns. He's going to be thrown wild. It's going to be a fun fight to watch. It's going to be a fun main event. But overall, I think Piotr Jan gets the job done. And he gets himself right back in that title picture. And it's a it's a little bit of a step back for Marab. But I think Marab does have kind of title aspirations in the future. I just think this is a stepping stone fight. Number one, Marab kind of gets, or uh, Jan kind of gets himself back in the title picture. Marab kind of 
has a little bit of a learning experience and he comes back stronger. But Jan gets the job done. Fun fight. Interesting fight. And that's that. So that's it. We're uh, kind of running up on the time here. I will have my my bet card posted on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all that good stuff. And that is at TommyZ underscore MMA on all of those platforms. So if you're, if you're on one of them, you can follow me um, on all of them. But you're going to get the same info wherever. So at TommyZ underscore MMA. Again, I feel sorry. This feels rushed. It's late. Trying to get it out, trying to just give you guys the best information I can give you, and and uh, and that's all we can do. But until next time, good luck on Saturday.